This is Racing HQ with Dave Stanley on Sky Sports Radio. I caught up with Luke Price this morning on Racing HQ. Runners today for the prize table at, of course, Hawkesbury, but also looking ahead to the weekend. Here's what he had to say. Hey, Dave. How you going, mate? Good to talk to you, mate. Before we get into it, I flicked on the uh, the television on Sunday. I was watching Maruya, and I saw this horse flashing down the outside. I didn't pick up the, the start of the race. A horse called Slick Man. What a debut performance this was. It was. It was. It, the horses were really good grass galloper. So the last six weeks, even longer, obviously, we've had bugger old grass at Kembla Grange. So he's done a lot of work on the poly. And we're not getting a good guide on him. Um, he wanted to jump out on a real heavy track at Kembler a while back. Then we tried him on the poly at Randwick and he just hated it. He refused to go. And then we got a trial into him at Hawkesbury and he got passed. And like we just weren't able to get a guide on him. He's just got a lovely temperament. He's a lovely laid-back fella. And so it doesn't surprise me that he did what he did. But he, uh, he could be a serious horse if he um, keeps that up. I tell you what, he's buying rich enough out of Harmony Hall. Also, mate, uh, the Nobles, who I know are big supporters of your stable... Uh, can you let me know next time they go and buy a gold lotto ticket or something, please? <laughs> Mate. I will, I will do. Yeah. No, they, did... they, they, had, they had two runners on the day, and the two-year-old the race after. Yeah. He, he had the flashing light on him as well. So, yeah, they've got a lovely team of horses with us. It's, it's very exciting for them, and, and it's good for the stable. How many have they How many have they got with uh, with you guys, mate? I'm not 100% sure. I'd say, I'd say about, yeah, a dozen. A dozen, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they seem to be a dozen... Uh, beauties in terms of the horses they've got with you as well, and it's like this with all stables. You've got that those owners that that are very loyal and solid. Do they? Um, is it is it you yourself and, and the old man going out and purchasing these horses, and then you ringing them up and saying, "Look, I've got a nice rich enough here," or are they sort of assisting in, and are they heavily involved in that as well? No, they're heavily involved in that as well. Wow, to get us there, and um, yeah, they love getting to the sales and picking a few out and. We'll put a line for a few, and um, they'll take a few off. So outstanding. No, uh, yeah, no, it's a good. It works good. That's fantastic, uh, Luke. Um, so, what's the plan with Slick Man? Um, look, I'll just find another class one twelve hundred. I'll be keen to get into twelve hundred. I honestly didn't think he'd finish off that strong. I, I, I thought the track would suit him um, with the sting out of it, and I just thought he'd be, you know, hitting the line strong. And that's all I wanted to see. But he obviously exceeded our expectations. The way he hit the line, and the way he ran through the line, he, he ran through the line like a really nice horse should. And um, so we'll just find a tight twelve hundred somewhere in the in the next couple of weeks. And the way he's pulled up, you'll be yeah, no problems going around next week sometime. All right, we go to Hawkesbury today. Uh, you've got two in. We'll start in race one with Extreme Freedom. Uh, Tommy on board, who trialled this horse at uh, Ramwick back on the sixteenth of May. He's a termy loose colt, having his first start. Is the concern the heavy? Um, without doubt, I don't. I'm not a big fan of starting first starters on heavy tracks. But look, he's a Kiwi horse. Um, he should be able to handle it. It's just, you know, his first start. He's still learning his trade, um, still doing things wrong. But, look, the other the other four in the race probably are as well. So it's certainly worth a go. Um, he's very well. He came through that trial last week and, and has come on from it. So, um, look, going there, optimistic that he'll run well. But um, whatever he does today, he'll just get better on. Okay, all right. So that's extreme freedom in race one. And then your other runner today is um, Verbeek, uh, or Verbeek. Uh, Brock goes on board. Um, Jackson Road last started Kembla Grange. And I go back three runs. He was he was pretty good at Wagga that day. But again, that was a soft seven. Is the heavier concern again with this horse? Yeah, he's got no heavy form. But I just, you have a good look at the race, look at our options going forward. 
there's probably nothing better than going around today. Um, Hawksby's been racing pretty well for the wet tracks that we've been putting up with. Um, small field suits him. I, I think he just raced like a, a horse last start that just needed that bit further. Um, he just sort of had those few sprint runs now. And I'm very pleased with the horse at home. He's, his work's been absolutely spot on. So he won't be too far from the speed, and um, hopefully he's there at the business end. All right. Well, let's have a look at Saturday. Firstly, in Sydney, uh, our Bellagio miss. Uh, we're gonna, are you going to accept there after the bright shadow run? Yeah, we've, we've put a um, tongue tie on her, and we think it's going to really help her. Um, she's a man that's been trolling the house apart and working the house apart, and probably wasn't ideal the other day. We accepted, and like, you know, the race has sort of got moved from Doom and Eagle Farm, and it went from 1,100 to 1,200. You know, question mark is, does she run 1,200 out? So from the tricky gate after doing all that work, um, she sort of slipped there at one stage on that track the other day, and she just lost all confidence. So Brock looked after her. But in the meantime, she's come home, worked really well today. So, yeah, we'll accept the sad day, and um, tongue-tie goes on. And then tell us about Cuban Royal, because I know before the event you thought a sneaky little chance in the town plate. He's obviously been going very well at home. That town plate form's really going to stack up, isn't it? Yeah, he was extremely impressive, the winner front page. And I think we're just sort of victim of circumstances. We jumped really well and got chasing that tearaway speed. And I, I think he, he just got sick of chasing front page, to tell the truth. The old boy probably was going to be better off ridden a, a, a pair further back where he could travel a bit more comfortable under his own steam. So I thought he was looking for 1,400. That's why we had him in last weekend. And it was just too wet, I felt. I don't think he's that good a wet tracker. Um, so we'll just see what the weather comes up now. The, the week, An extra week back to 1,200 won't hurt him. Um, just we'll have to see what the track conditions are going to be like. All right, Tab Kingsford Smith, uh, Jamea going, uh, she going well for Saturday up there at Eagle Farm. Yeah, we're just keeping a close eye on the weather, um, as probably a lot of people are. But we spoke to a lot of Queensland trainers this morning. Um, I was on the phone to Paul Joyce earlier. Um, they sort of give every impression it, it could be a soft five come race morning, and then with a good day, we could even get back into the good range, but we just really suit us. So that's our biggest concern for track rating. Um, but look, let's just hope we can get a, a couple of good days up there. They miss a little bit of rain Thursday, and look, she, she'll run extremely well. Her, her work today was spot on, and I'm um, really excited about her. When does she go up? Um, is, is it Thursday night she goes up? Yeah, I'll send her up Thursday night. We'll keep her in her own environment. She sort of had five days off after the victory stakes back at home and, and really helped her. And um, look, I know, she's been absolutely spot on her work, and you know, it's a, it's a great sign that you know Tommy Berry could have rode a number of horses in the race, and for Tommy to stick loyal to her, and he's very excited about Ryder. Um, that's, a, that's a tip in itself. What about the Stradbroke? If she runs well on the Kingsford Smith, she's going to need, uh, you know, Tommy have to cut both arms off to ride. <laughs> so have you have you got a, a Stradbroke rider locked in? Look, no one's locked in, but um, Brock Ryan galloped it this morning, and he doesn't he rides 50 kilos pretty easy. So the way, the way he was smiling after he rode it this morning, um, he'll just go with whatever the, the flow is in the stable, but We'll just get Sad Day out of the way first um, and hope the weather stays clean up there in, in Queensland and you, you just never know. With 50 kilos on the back, she'll be hard to beat. Uh, she'll be right in it, that's for sure, mate. Uh, pleasure uh, chatting to you this morning. Good luck uh, with uh, the Kembla horses again in these big races. They've been featuring pretty much since the start of, uh, well, since the start of the, the autumn hints here in Sydney. Latoba continues and good luck today at Hawkesbury. Thanks, Dave. Cheers, mate. There he is. Uh, Luke Price joining us. So two today at Hawkesbury for the team. Uh, there of Robert Price and Luke Price. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. 
Some things are simply better together, like Simply Energy's great value electricity and gas plans. Backed by NG, a world leader in the move to zero carbon. That's Simply Energy backed by NG. In St. Ives, there's been a collision between a truck and a car on Monovale Road at Conway Avenue with delays heading westbound. Wetherill Park, a broken down B-double on the Horsley Drive at Carpasta Road, has delays for westbound travellers. In Newtown, the Prince's Highway is bumper to bumper heading northbound at Station Street. And in Waterloo, there's roadworks on Cope Street between Raglan Street and Wellington Street. The road is closed going in both directions. Add a flavour to your life and study hospitality or cookery and baking. Enrol now for semester two. Search TAFE New South Wales today. RTO 90003. I'm Thomas Reeve. That's track on Sky Sports Radio. Skipped breakfast? Oh, that. More importantly, Cookie, we get to Canterbury today. Where are we going? What are we doing? Well, this, so I'm, I've won last week. Uh, yeah, you did, yeah. 2-1, yeah, yeah. granted, yeah. Um, and then I also got my tip up. Let's not forget to mention Oh, well, hang on, hang yeah. on, hang on, yeah. hang on, hang on, Cookie. No, you've got to either Well, you got to give credit where credit's due. Well, I do give credit where credit's due. And you're just trying to brush over the outfield. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. Well done, Cookie. You, you did so do fine. very well last weekend. <laughs> that hurts him big time. Wasn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> you should have seen like, that sad <laughs> It just oh, no, went all over in the dirt. <laughs> the Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Speed Series has landed on Stan Sport, the new destination for motorsport. It's Australia's fastest growing motorsport series. From the fastest on track to the classics, it's all on Stan Sport. Watch the touring car racing, S5000, the fastest cars in the country, GTs from the Lamborghinis to Audis, and the V8 muscle cars in Trans Am. Every round, ad-free, live and on demand. On the home of Speed Series, Stan Sport. Going Greyhounds, for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and good morning. Welcome along to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning, the 24th of May 2022. Got a big month in country New South Wales Greyhound Racing and the mega month of regional racing kicked off a double on Saturday night with the $50,000 Group 3 Brother Fox final, which was taken out brilliantly by Zipping Maserati. We'll have a chat to his trainer, Jason McKay, this morning. But coming up, we've got the Gosford Goldmine Heats kick off there tonight. Also coming up in the next month, the Graham Hull Memorial Cup, the Chief Havoc Cup at Gunnedah, and then the world's richest staying event, the Ladbrokes 7.15 at the Gardens, the richest short course event in the world, the Thunderbolt, and we wrap up the month with the Derby and the Oaks finals at the newly upgraded Richmond Circuit. It's going to be a good month here in New South Wales. We'll chat with all the, uh, the country trainers throughout the month. This morning, we chat with Jason McKay, whose brilliant sprinter zipping Maserati took out the Brother Fox on Saturday night at Dubbo. Here's the Brother Fox. We're all set, ready, racing. Good odds, Cash got away well from box number two. Well away, Fantastic Raven, and is going to lead into the corner. So it's Fantastic Raven on top. Good odds, Cash second. Zipping Maserati got back to third. They were followed through by Spring Patriot. Well back in the field, we had Special Blend, Charlie's Jar. Also well back, Explosive Venom on the side. We've got a new leader. It's Zipping Maserati. It goes straight on by, and Zipping Maserati, 
Boom, all the winner, and Zipping Maserati, Team Zipping, take out the Brother Fox. Second over the line was Spring Patriot. It's an orange. There we had Zipping Maserati, a brilliant winner of the Brother Fox at Dubbo last Saturday night. We're joined by his trainer now, Jason McKay. Good morning to you, Jace. Maddie, thanks for having us, mate. Good on you. Firstly, big congratulations on the win of Zipping Maserati there on Saturday night. You must have been utterly thrilled with his performance. Yeah, he's just come of age since a little let-up. He had a little in- injury and forced break, and he's come back super, to tell the truth. He's, he's packed a bit of size and strength on now. Matt, uh, Matty can find the line a bit now. He sat outside of him his last couple and got over the top. And we had a bit of luck the other night, don't get me wrong, Raven. And... Um, Good odds cash come together a couple of times, but he was in a good position to swoop and mate, and that's what he did. Yeah, we saw him on Million Dollar Chase Night where he won the consolation in breathtaking fashion, where he led all the way and just blew them away with sheer speed, where his last couple, he's had to come from, from off the pace. Is is that pleasing to uh, to see that he's not just the the speed demon that we know he is? Yeah, it worries you a little bit early on. You're not sure where they're going to end up. But the, the one-dimensional, you've got to hope every start they lead and they can hang on. Well, he's he's over that stage now. He can, he's a true hardhead at this group group stuff. And he's a 520. years don't seem to pose a problem now. But he don't have to have inside or middle knee. Real go around you, mate. And that's another positive of, as well, Matty. But I thought his run was outstanding in the heats to get up on the line coming from well back after getting flattened a couple of times and just as good the other night they jammed a bit and he, he was in the right position to pounce on him mate. Yeah, absolutely. To to what he did in in, in the heat of the, the Brother Fox was I think it, it could be the coming of age uh for him with just copying the, those bumps but then still being able to get the confidence from winning. Uh we'll hold him in good stead. What's the, the plans with him uh in the future? Is there any chance we'll see him go to Brisbane? Uh, it's always a chance for sure. I'll just play it by ear. I haven't got nothing pencilled in at the moment, Matty. I just he's, he's pulled up a treat after that run. To tell the truth, so we'll find something for him. I just don't know what way I'll head yet. And fantastic, Raven. How has she come through the run? You just touched on the fact that her and Good Odds Cash came together a couple of times, uh, particularly down the back and off the back straight. Yes, she's okay. She got a couple little scratches on her, Matty. She'll aim up somewhere as well. But just one of those races, if. If good odds cash and, and um, fantastic Raven don't come together, they might have run one too. But that's you make these finals. That's the hard bit. If you can make them, you're a chance. Yeah, for sure. And she's been a ter- terrific bitch, and she's come into your care, hasn't she? She just keeps getting better and better. Yeah, very honest. Got that good speed too. Had no luck the other night, but it's just part of racing, mate. You get a bit of good luck and a bit of bad luck. So we just push on, but it's all good with her as well. Yeah, very good. Cool Burbsky back to her best at the Gardens last week, running 41-41, perfect timing with the, the 7.15 uh, just around the corner. Yeah, uh, we just she had a sixes under her belt, and I'd, I'd like to give them a race prior to these big series just to tighten them up a bit. Um, if she don't get a, a head chopped off going through the catching pen, she was up buying for the lead. Next minute, she's two or three off down to silence. So I think she could have went better on the clock, Matty, so... I'd expect tomorrow she's going to be in front, whether she can hold them off to the drive to the winning post the first time, and then we'll see what happens from there. But she can still, she's got that big finish on her as well, so she, wherever she ends up, she'll still have something left. Yeah, absolutely. And and with the 7.15 only a few weeks away, how we know that how 
she loves her home track there at the gardens. How how important is that to, to have such a big race uh, there in Newcastle, uh, pretty much on your back doorstep? Yeah, Matty, I agree with that. I've seen a few quotes there recently. Um, the Victorians are not going to need to look at the gardens. We'll just come up. They go good, blah, blah, blah. They'll get caught out, mate. All the trips are different up here. The lids are to Victoria are a lot smaller in circumference up here. So local knowledge, cool Brinsky, four starts here, four wins and holds a track record. So she's got to be in the right position. Boxes, tell the truth, Matty, don't concern her too much just a matter of getting the start right, and she's been good at that this time back. So, now I'm real happy with the way she's at, and I expect her to run a nice race on Thursday as well. It's a crackerjack pearl, don't get me wrong. Yeah, absolutely it is. And and like you said, if, if box draws don't really make any difference to her, uh, that's certainly a big positive as well. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on racing in New South Wales in general. Of course, we've got the world's richest sprint race, the world's richest... 500 meter race, the world's richest middle distance race, and and only a few weeks away, the world's richest uh, staying race. It's just going ahead in leaps and bounds, isn't it? Well, there for any number of years, Matty. Um, Victoria were number one. Now they've they've sort of dropped back a few pegs for sure. Now we've took over in a big way, and um, how great it is to see in your home town, your home um, city, where you're born, where you're reared, raced all your life. You know what I mean? It's, all the different towns is getting these feature races on the 600 and Dubbo. Mate, that night out there had to be seen to believe. We, me and you were two lucky ones that we seen that, Matty. That was unbelievable to see that. The same thing might happen here in Newcastle in a couple of weeks. Like, weren't that long ago we won the Newcastle Cup and it was 25000 to the winner. You cop that and, and thanks very much. Now it's the same track, same distance, but it's worth a half a million. Yeah, it's incredible, isn't it? Uh, it's super. Even in short distance, that Thunderbolt goes to 75,000 years ago with 300 metre dogs. If, that, if you found a race worth 5,000, you'd think that was a feature race. But it's just gone. What, what they've done, the boys at Grand Race in New South Wales, Tony Mestroff, Wayne Billet, everyone involved is just an absolute credit to them, mate, where this state's going to under their guidance. It's, it's um, You've got to just sort of wake up and smack yourself in the mouth a bit to see what money's on offer. It's just real, real great, Matty. It is. Yeah, absolutely, it is. It's 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 great considering where where greyhound racing in New South Wales, uh, New South Wales was only a number of years ago when uh, the government wanted to shut it down to see where we are now. It's it's a credit to all at greyhound racing New South Wales. And just touching on Newcastle, can you feel a, a sense of excitement already starting to build in the, in the hometown? Well, especially probably not so much last week, but the quality of them couple of races here, especially that one that Kulbarinski's in, that's that could be a Group One staying final anywhere in Australia with many chances. You know what I mean? There's some of the best stayers we've got, and they're going to put their um, hand up and try and get the tag in a couple of weeks. But you can furl it around for sure. I've got to be honest there; it's a, it's a real river, half a million dollar race on 20 minutes from the track. You know what I mean? It's unreal. Yeah, well, that's certainly very exciting and, and no doubt it's going to be a, a really big uh, few weeks coming up. And as you touched on those fields there on Thursday afternoon, they are stunning. So good luck with Kulberbski uh, throughout the 7.15 series and then, of course, with Zipping Maserati and Fantastic Raven wherever they head in the next few weeks. Good to chat with you, Jason, and take care, eh? Thanks for having us, Matty. Good man, mate. 
There we have Jason McKay touching on his kennels, zipping Maserati and Fantastic Raven, who came through the brother Fox at Dubbo the other night, and Cool Burbsky, who heads to this 7.15 uh, at the Gardens in a couple of weeks. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we have a chat with Mark Davidson. With tax time approaching, it's time to take advantage of the federal government's instant asset write-off. It's also a great time to speak to Toyota about a new forklift for your business. Check out their huge range of quality Toyota forklifts, pallet jacks, walkie stackers, reach forklifts, and more. With legendary reliability and safety, plus cleaner, greener electric options. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Terms and conditions apply. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh yeah, looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We're joined now by Mark Davidson, who will have a nice hand at Gosford tonight with heats of the gold mine on there. Good morning to you, Mark. Yeah, good morning, Matt. How you going, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Gosford gold mine heats on tomorrow night, headlined uh, by Simply Limelight, who will be uh, in heat number three, you've got two chances, Brandy Beauty and Fat Boy's Charm. They've come up with a couple of awkward draws, both in box number six. How do you think they'll run? Yeah, look, uh, the Fat Boy dog, he's um, he's got a bit of ability, but he, he just can't string the runs together. Still a little bit immature. Um, the, the outside box, don't worry. Even though he's got a better record on the inside, but yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a big ask just, just on simply his immaturity. Yeah, he hasn't had a, he hasn't had a lot of luck uh, at Wentworth Park in his his last few starts. If he can replicate his twenty nine sixty five win from the Gardens four starts back, and with Lagoon Max, who's favourite drawn to his outside, it would certainly put him right in the race, wouldn't it? Yeah, it will. And he's got he's just got to come out. He's um, he's been a bit hit and miss. Sometimes he goes in the box and stands up and has a look around, and uh, just depends how he comes out. He he can scout wide. He's got enough ability to scout wide and, and go around him. But you don't want to be giving him too much start. Yeah, that's right. Particularly at, at Gosford, where it it can be hard to to make up ground. Uh, in the the second of the heats, uh, you've got Brandy Beauty. Uh, hasn't had much luck on the on the bend starts uh, at the four hundred meter starts, but steps up to the the five hundred for the first time. How do you think she'll handle the step up in trip? Yeah, it's going to be a query. The last probably thirty or forty meters, uh, she's only had two post to post, um, and one at Gosford to just have a look. So the last look, she went okay, and the the last. Um, yeah, 20 or 30 metres is going to be a test. She should be up there early. She's normally a reliable beginner, but it's a pretty tough heat. There's not many that haven't broke 30 in that heat. And, oh, geez, 
I think she's only a 29.9 bitch first up there, so she may struggle um, unless she gets a break in front. Um, I was just going to say, Ibrox Wildfire, who's drawn to her inside, does have a lot of speed. So uh, maybe the, the the key is maybe to follow her across and then hopefully uh, outspeed her down the back straight, perhaps. Yeah, that's it. She's she's going to have to nail a start. She's been beginning reliable on the turn starts, and when she gets the the break on them, she she shows a turn of foot. Um, so yeah, her, her race is going to be made by the bottom of the back straight. If she's not up the front, then she's in trouble, I think, because she won't be running these dogs down. Now, she comes out of a, a very strong litter, the Zambora Brocky Prancing Tiger litter, and Zambora Tiger won at Wentworth Park last week, and from memory, went 29.57 or 29.60-odd. Yep. There, yep. Does, does that give you any confidence that, that she can run out a strong 500? Yeah, look, I think she will. She's always shown she's a very clean-winded bitch. Um, she just, just took a little bit of time to realise what racing was all about, and that's why we've kept her over the shorter distance. Um, she's probably the, the better of the two bitches in win-wise, so I expect her to, to run it out. But just, yeah, it's, a, it's sort of come a week early, this run. Um, so, yeah, whatever she does from tonight, she should improve. But just I'll just hope the speed can put her into the race that's, and hang on. Yeah, that's half the battle sometimes. And uh, across the entire series, who would you consider the uh, the the main dangers to you as far as the series is concerned? Oh, look, there's there's some handy dogs in there. Just Brandy Beauty's heat alone. There's, as I said, there's there's some fast dogs in that heat. Um, yeah, look, Peter Rogers has got a fair hand. You can never write off Peter Lagogliani. So, yeah, this I, I really couldn't stand one out because they're. With with them all being young and 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 limited wins, it it makes it an open series. Yeah, for sure. And and just before you go, I just wanted to ask you about Electrolad. Of course, won the Group Three Bob Payne Sprint on Million Dollar Chase Night. Has had one start since and and was too good at Gunnedah. Uh, how's he going? Um, believe he's in tomorrow night. Yes, yeah, he's in tomorrow night. Just in a fourth, fifth grade at Wenny. Um, look, he's going super. The dog, he's he's pulled up enormous from the Bob Payne and we took him up just to give him a look at the track at Canada for the Chief Havoc that's coming up um, so yeah look I can't fault him he'll go around tonight um, and then uh, sorry tomorrow night and then we'll be we'll be looking from there he's a dog that just wants to race he, he's not a dog that likes to sit in the kennel so we've, we've sort of kept him going but he did come through the Bob Payne in real good order yeah, that's that's excellent news. Well, firstly, good luck tonight with your two at Gosford in the heats of the gold mine, and of course with Electrolad, who's in flying form tomorrow night at Wentworth Park. Thanks for the chat, Mark, and and we'll talk again soon. Eh? Good on you, Matt. Thanks very much. There we had Mark Davidson, who chats, who's chatted to us about his two runners at Gosford tonight, uh, Brandy Beauty and Fat Boys Charm in heats the Gosford Gold Mine and updates us on Electrolad as well, who will be targeting the Chief Havoc Cup at Gunnedah. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we have a chat with Jack Smith. Quality like never before at the Magic Millions National Yearling Sale at the Gold Coast, May 31 and June 1. Don't miss your last chance to buy a youngster eligible for the 14 million plus Magic Millions race series with 25 races across six states. With almost 500 lots catalogued and progeny by 120 individual sires, the National Yearling Sale has something for every buyer across all levels of the market. For more and to view the catalogue, visit magicmillions.com.au. Very funny, guys. (laughs) 
Oh, come on, mate. Dude, Let me in the car. Get in! While Harry's locked out, Tab's locking in their best prices possible on a tote win bet. Activate the lock on the Tab app, and if the fixed odds starting price is better when your horse wins, you'll get the difference in cash. And if your horse doesn't win, or the tote price is higher, you can use the lock yep, again. Yep, real fun. Tab, long may we play. Excludes WA residents. Available once per day on eligible online bets. Max odds difference payout $100. TNC's a website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers at 1-800-858-858. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. We're joined now by Jack Smith. Good morning to you, Jack. Good morning, Matt. Eric, mate. Yeah, I'm not too bad. How are you going? You've got Miss Esme uh, in at... Uh, the Gardens on Thursday night. She's come up in a in a very strong uh, race there, hasn't she? She certainly has. There's nowhere to hide now. Getting ready for the uh, half million dollar race. So uh, we're going there to have a look at the 700 and um, see how we go. And, and that's the plan to give her the start leading into the into the heats of the the 715 there in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, that's right. We've uh, this will be her first seven hundred this preparation, so she's done a little bit of groundwork, but nothing like racing. So we want to get her in a start, give her in a race, and uh, see what happens. And then we've got uh, nine or ten days, or whatever it is, till the heats. And she seems to have come back to racing in terrific order. She came through the MDC qualifier there at Dubbo, where she was breathtaking in both the the heat and final win of the, that regional series and then she didn't have much luck in the, the semi-behind coast model. We haven't seen her since that semi-final performance. What have you been able to do with her between then and now? I believe she, she trialled very fast uh, recently at the Gardens. Yeah, she's had uh, she's had about three 600 since. It's been hard to place. I didn't want to do all the trialling, but it's just so hard to place her in top grade 600, you know, where I wanted to and at this stage of the preparation. So we would have liked to have raced and uh, like at Dubbo last Saturday night, but they didn't get one. So anyhow, we're we're at um, the garden Thursday night and she's she's been going well in the trials, as everybody knows, but uh, she's got to race well. So let's hope. And she's come up in a very strong race where she's against Kulberbski, Sound of Silence, the Victorian Gypsy Wyong. Even Super Estrella, she's very good, and I know Miss Esme and Super Estrella have had a number of battles uh, over the journey. Is that a race that you're excited about to see where she's at, or would you have preferred maybe a slightly weaker race where she could just dominate it from the front? I oh, know I'm happy to go with them and uh, have a crack because she's a, she's a bitch that's not had a lot of racing, so she needs to uh, just see where she's at, and hopefully, even if we get beat. Um, won't be the end of the world. So we've got ten days till the heat, and she's had. A, she'll have a look at the seven hundred, and we'll know where we're at then. And whatever she does on Thursday, uh, she'll make good improvement from uh, just with it being her first uh, seven hundred for uh, this campaign. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, that's just the way it's turned out. So. We're just hoping she gets around nice and safe and sound, and um, and we can go from there, mate. Yeah, for sure. And and with the the seven fifteen being a, a half million dollar race, richest uh, staying race uh, in the world, uh, what would that mean if if she was able to be good enough to to not only make the final, but then if she could go on and win the final? <laughs> what would it mean? 
Oh, my girls would be really happy, probably. <laughs> <laughs> look, every, everybody, look, the money be nice. There's no doubt about that. Everybody can do some extra money, but it probably won't make that much difference to me. Um, Esme's, in Esme's uh, situation, she, if she happened to win it, it would probably be the end of her racing career because they're looking to breed early any rate. If she gets beat, well, maybe we'll be able to go on a bit longer. But, uh, yeah, no, it'll be, it'll be not. Yeah, you just want to be in these races. You know, and no one's kidding ourselves that the money's just not nice, but it's just nice to be in these big races, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, I, I assume it's just a, a massive thrill. And, and you just touched on uh, the fact that this is most likely going to be her last campaign before she heads off to the the breeding barn. Yes, that's exactly right. They want to breed from her and they don't want to give her a lot of staff. And so uh, that's the plan at the moment. So hopefully, uh, yeah, they can do that. That'd be a nice way to go out winning the 715, wouldn't it? That certainly would, yes. I'd deliver her myself. <laughs> <laughs> and just an update on, on Jungle Juice. Of course, we haven't seen him since uh, back in February uh, when he finished down the track in the the, the rookie rebel and he, he had that injury. How's how's he coming along? Uh, he, is he far off a return? He'll be at Gunnedah on uh, a fortnight's time. Is it a fortnight? Fifth of June, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, uh, we're going to go there and trial on the weekend or sometime. Organise that, and uh, he's come back trialing really well, pulling up good. So all systems go. Let's hope we're back into it. And, and there hasn't been any sign of any sort of little bit of soreness with, with the return of him? No, no, everything's fine. Yeah, well, that's certainly very positive news. And and if he comes through that, that race at uh, Gunnedah in, in good fashion, pulls up well, is is there a chance we'll see him go up to Brisbane? We know uh, he loves it up there in the, in the northern state. Yeah, not, not as much as the owners do, I don't think. So um, they're keen to get back there. So let's hope, yeah, we can get back there. Well, when he, when he's got the record that he does up there, I I can I can definitely feel why the owners love, love going up there. Better weather, <laughs> winning. Exactly right. Exactly right. Might be a bit different if we get beat to come home with tail between our legs. But anyhow, <laughs> they've had a great time every time. Well, he's won every t- everything he's been in up there. So we will we'll be heading that way. Every touch wood, everything's going fine. Yeah, well, that's great to hear that he seems like he's come back in, in good order and I'm sure I speak for all uh, in Greyhound Racing. We can't wait to see him uh, at the Gardens in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for the chat this morning, Jack. Good luck, firstly, with Esme, uh, Miss Esme uh, on Thursday uh, at the Gardens, then, of course, through the 7.15 series. And and we all just hope that Jungle Juice can get back to, to what uh, what he was at the, at the start of this year uh, when he returns in a couple of weeks' time as well. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having us on. Thanks, mate. No problem. There's Jack Smith as he chats with Miss Esme and also Jungle Juice. Well, that wraps up Going Greyhounds for this morning. Uh, A big week ahead. A couple of outstanding staying races uh, at the Gardens on on Thursday afternoon, which we'll touch on next week. Till next week, take care. Many winners and the best of luck to you all.